Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewellery from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. On today's episode of All the Shit I've Learned Abroad, it's Steph's birthday. Happy birthday, Steph. So Steph's another year older, and she's another year wiser. Or maybe she's just another year older. But as you age, though, do you become more or less insecure when you're traveling? And when it comes to age, body image hangups, and physical capabilities, we discussed today why you shouldn't let your insecurities get in the way of experiencing new things while you're traveling. Morning, Steph. Well, hello. How are you? I'm good. Happy birthday. We're recording on Steph's birthday today. Yes, we are. I guess your birthday is over, though, because it's evening. It's there. Yeah. The night is young, my friend. (laughs) You've had a big day, though. I'm old. I know. I won't do anything else. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I feel like. The fact that we're recording this episode on your birthday mm-hmm. is quite fitting. So Steph and I are now, are we allowed to say how old we are? I think so. I'm not yeah. I'm not a, I'm not ashamed of how old I am. I just turned 38 yeah. a couple weeks ago. And I turned 39 today. Steph is the old grandmother between the two of us because she's a year older than me Mm -hmm. that's right (laughs) um so Steph's 39 so you get the last year of your 30s yep um so we are like well into our late 30s and the thing I really like about aging now granted yeah I do more skincare now I feel like you just gotta like take care of yourself physically a little bit more when you get older but the nice thing is I feel as we get older especially as women we become so much more confident and yeah like I compare myself from now from when I was like 28 like 10 years ago which is crazy to think 28 was 10 years ago and how less insecure I am about just everything I don't do you feel the same stuff uh, I find I really care very little about other people's opinions now. Yeah. Which, as you're growing up, you really have to shed that sort of care. Mm. And I also have less patience for, not patience, but like if I don't care about something, I just don't care. Yeah. I don't pretend to care. Yeah. It's easier just to kind of let things go. And I'm the same. I feel like I have less 
patience for if people, they judge me in a certain way. Like, I, it doesn't bother me anymore. That's right. where I'm like, eh, I guess, me. yeah, you're right. Patience is the right, isn't the the right word, but you just yeah. don't give a shit. And if people don't like me, I don't care. Yeah. Like, if someone doesn't like me, I'm like, mm-hmm. Okay, great. Don't care. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I love it. Well, this ties in nicely, as I said, to what we're discussing today. And we wanted to talk a little bit about traveling and while you have insecurities and how to really push past those insecurities when you're traveling, which can sometimes be really difficult to do, mm-hmm. you know, depending on where you're going, you know, the activities maybe that you have planned. And, you know, I remember traveling in my in my 20s and I feel like there was a lot of missed opportunities because I felt insecure about if, if I was able to do something the way I looked, what people would think about me. Um, whereas now, I kind of, again, I just don't really care. And I feel like it's really like maximized my travel experiences. I feel like when I look at the places I've gone and the things I've done as I've gotten older, yeah. I've just been more fulfilling. And that's maybe because I've, you know, gotten over a lot of my insecurities. You know what's so interesting is we just had that whole intro and I find, while I care less about what people think, I'm second guessing myself and finding myself more insecure traveling now than I was when I was younger. Are you having the opposite? I mean, now that you're saying this, there's probably things as you get older, I totally understand. And we've talked about like aging and, and traveling as you get older. And I can start to understand why... People don't do things as as they get older. The the things I probably would have done when I was younger, like really crazy things, I'm yeah. a little bit, I, I second guess. Like things like, you know, when I was in my 20s, I'm like, I really want to go skydiving. Now that I'm 38, oh. the idea of skydiving doesn't appeal to me as much. And I think it actually scares me. Yeah, that long fell off my list. Yeah. Like, so there's certain things and, you know, this is. I, I kind of, there are maybe things I wish I did when I was younger, not because I can't do them now, but because I feel like I was, a, I was a bit more fearless. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, I guess maybe let's talk about it first by how the whole inspiration for this episode first came up because I was just in Byron Bay a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago and it's funny because in other episodes we talk about the benefits of hostels and everything. And I'm someone who, I'm always the big ideas person. Let's book the flight. Let's go there. F it. Let's roll. But the benefit of hostels for someone like me was always that once I got there, there was someone in the hostel who did all the detail work, who yeah. like had researched activities. So I got the people there, but then it would be the people there who got me doing the other things. So doing the cool I'm stuff. Doing yeah. the cool stuff or having to really done, you know, the research and going off on some, you know, excursion that's maybe not the normal thing. Mm. And now that I'm staying in hotels a lot more, I don't have those people. So what I'm finding myself doing is, you know, going out and going to a nice restaurant. Maybe if I have the car, like stopping at some cool sites. But I'm not doing any activities. And it was actually you. You were like, Steph, you're in Byron Bay on the water. Like, go do an activity. And I was like, okay, thank you. Um, Yeah. And then I was on their website because I was looking at kayaking. You were like, I went kayaking when we were there. Like, take a look at that. 
Mm. And then on their website, it said, you know, great for all fitness levels. Anyone can do it. There were a lot of reassurances that anyone could do it. Mm -hmm. And I think it was the two, like I needed you to push me. And then I needed the reassurance from the activity that I could do it. Not because it's funny doing beach activities. I don't have any insecurities about like my body or my weight or wearing a bathing suit in public. But it's more for me. It's always like, oh, my God. I'm like, what if I fall out and I can't get back in? What if I, you know, and then if I'm the heaviest person there and I can't get back in, they're going to be related in my mind. Yeah. Oh, my God. Everyone else could have got back in, but I couldn't because I was the heaviest one. Which is not true. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know. (laughs) But the things your mind can do to you, right? Like convince yourself of. Um, so for me, those are really my insecurities and I find them a lot with water sports. Like I've never tried surfing because I'm afraid of like being a whale, trying to get on a surfboard, the kayaking, like those are a lot of mine. Yeah. And then I mean, you were like, we should talk about this. Yeah. I mean, surfing is a, surfing is a good one and I get, so here's the thing. Cause I know you've said like, oh, like I'm worried I won't be able to get back up. I mean, Steph, have you seen anybody surf? Nobody nobody can get back up on that board and the whole thing with (laughs) surfing it is like it's such a fun thing to try and just do I mean we I did it in Bali years ago with my friend Ian it was like torrential torrential downpour that day and we were out on the surfboards having the best time did I get up on the board absolutely not I you know was kind of just rolling around like riding around on the board a board hit me in the head I got like a massive goose egg on my head but it was the funnest day but what I remember thinking back like you know one of the instructors was taking pictures of us while we were doing it and I remember seeing the pictures back and thinking oh my god I look so horrible and that's where because it's funny you know you're mentioning like oh it has nothing to do with your body Whereas mine, and and this is sort of moving away from, we'll go, we can talk more about activities and stuff as well, but like taking pictures while we travel is a big one for, for people. Um, And I think when I talk about as I've gotten older, I'm less insecure about stuff like that. When I was younger, I was the one where I was like, oh my gosh, I look so bad in this photo. Like, I don't want to look at it. I'm going to delete it. And in actuality, you look back years later, you're like, I didn't actually look that bad. But in the moment, you know. So it's funny. I feel like you and I have probably had like two different types of insecurities while traveling. Mm -hmm. Whereas I've never been afraid to do things. But then like, I think, you know, when I look back at pictures of myself, I was more insecure with like the way I looked or the way that people thought that I looked as well. Oh, I got to tell you the photos they take at activities though too, for anyone listening, because they always say, you know, like our photographer, they're great, blah, blah, blah. It's like, your photographer does not know my angle, sir. (laughs) Yeah. Especially if you're surfing. (laughs) (laughs) You should see, I have this one photo. I think I sent you a zoomed in image. Maybe I'll post it for a laugh of um, when I went snorkeling in South Australia out with the seals. Yeah. I was in a wetsuit. I actually felt super cute. Like I put, I was afraid of, and this was another one. So I was like, cause I have big calves. I was so afraid of 
putting on a wetsuit being like oh my god what if they don't have one that fits me and I even called them and I was like but I have big calves and they're like you're fine like yeah it's a stretchy on. wetsuit <laughs> and, <laughs> and I went on the wetsuit fit perfectly I zipped it up honest to god I felt like Britney Spears in the oops I did it again video that red pleather wetsuits are like they cinch you <laughs> everyone looks good in a wetsuit so good and then I saw the photos. Like, oh. I, no, no. To, and to be fair, the wetsuit was fine. The photos were in the water. It was just my head. I, I cannot. We, you know, we had that episode where we talked about our hideous photo in Iceland in the Blue Lagoon. Oh yeah, this was worse. I had like, I didn't just have like three chins. I had nine somehow. I. I'm going to post it. It was the most yeah. horrific thing. And I remember, obviously, they send you the photo. They've taken it from further away. And then I'm, of course, zooming in, bringing, making my face the size of my yeah. phone. You're yeah. your own worst critic. You're going to find every detail that you don't like. And I think it in general, <laughs> like, yeah. women, this is what we do. This is, And this is where, like, the, you know, digital cameras have, like, ruined, I think experiences like this where like you couldn't look at photos until well I guess in this case you got them later anyways but I mean how many times have like you've been somewhere and you take a picture with someone you know in front of like a landmark or something while you're traveling and then you know you're in the moment and then it's like oh let's look at it oh no I don't like how I look in this let's do it again and I think we've all done that and it's just you know it's I'm sure men suffer from it as well but I think women like we've this is I, I don't know a single woman that hasn't cared at some point about what they look like in a picture. But I think where, you know, for like there's been times where like I have deleted photos like later on that I've taken in the moment in front of, you know, something I saw while I was traveling because I didn't like the way I looked because of something like really insignificant. Um, And now, you know, years later, I'm like, oh, I really wish I hadn't deleted that picture because it's a memory still. Right. And I think, I, I, again, as as women, like think back to pictures you saw of yourself from, you know, say 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And like we would scrutinize how we looked in these photos. And then 20 years later, you go, actually, I don't look that bad. <laughs> like, oh, you all know? the time. Yeah. I was like, I would kill to look like that now. <laughs> yeah. I think what I'm trying to say is when it comes to capturing those memories and taking the pictures of ourselves in those moments, no matter how good or bad we look. I think it's it's easier said than done, but like don't don't dwell on it. Like I think that's one thing I've tried to stop doing. And I go, you know what? That's what the picture looks like. That's what I looked like in that moment. It doesn't mean I need to post it all over social media if I don't like the yeah. photo. But like hold on to those because they're still memories, and don't dwell on it. And I think we spend too much time focusing too much on like how bad we look in in photos or whatever versus focusing on this is the memory this is the the picture I took um and that's something I actively tried to like stop doing especially traveling I would take the picture I wouldn't look at them too much after and I think that's kind of gotten me over really caring as much about how I look in in photos one interesting thing that and this is kind of going to both support what you just said and kind of be a bit counterintuitive but one thing that a girlfriend who joined me for part of my trip around the world said to me once because I was kind of like that like same thing if I wasn't feeling good I didn't get you know you want to take more pictures when you do your hair and makeup and you feel cuter and if I didn't do that that day I wouldn't take photos with sites and same thing it's like you're gonna regret that later but my girlfriend said to me she's like Steph just take the photo like you can't delete a photo you didn't take 
Mm. Basically saying, you know, if you don't like the photo, whatever, fine. You cannot use it. You can delete it. You can do whatever you want with it. But you can't delete anything you didn't even take. So she's like, take it and do what you will with it later. And that actually kind of really stuck with me. And I think that all the time now, whenever my mind is like, oh, you know, I don't feel that good. I'm like, you can't delete a photo you didn't even take. No. And that's, I think, the point I'm making as well. Like that photo, you might not like it today. You might not like it in like six months. Yeah. But it could be one of those where you look back 10, 20 years later and go, oh, like, and think, I don't actually look that bad. You know what I mean? And then equally, you have the photo. Oh, we never look as bad as we think we do. No, and we don't. And that's the thing where it's like your own, you know, especially when it comes to the way we look and in pictures, it's always our own insecurities. Like people see us as they see us. And that is, you know, that's what we look like in pictures. But that's what I mean. Like take the photo, have it. If you don't like it, just put it away into your your memory box, your, your little memory box, digital memory and, box. Yeah. And one day you'll probably look at it and be like, oh, I'm so happy I took that photo in front of you know, the Taj Mahal or whatever it is. I mean, thankfully, my photos from the Taj Mahal, I absolutely loved them. <laughs> but you know what I mean? So oh, I, I think when it when it gets getting over the sort of photo insecurities for traveling, you want to capture those memories. Now, I say this. It's so funny. When I went to India, there was a lady on our trip um, named Ruth who was like in her 70s. She didn't take photos of anything. She d- she was one of those people that she liked to live in the moment. She goes, no, I don't take photos and it was so amazing to watch this woman, like, just be at the Taj Mahal, looking at it, taking it all in. Not a single photo. And I was like, oh, like, a whole, this is like a different level of travel. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it wasn't because she was insecure. She was very secure <laughs> in herself. Yeah. And that's why she said, like, I don't need the photo. And I was like, oh, my God, this is chaotic. But anyways, <laughs> yeah. I, I do know someone who does all these amazing things. Same thing. Like, they don't take photos. And they either, like, they just take their friends' photos or someone else who's on the trip, or mm. they just take photos offline. That's so annoying, though. Those I people know. are the worst. I do not like it. I, w- yeah, once in a blue moon, where if they call it out and be like, hey, can I just use your photos? It's like, yes. Yeah. But. That's like, th- that's the same energy as when we were younger, we'd go to the bar, and I would bring my bag or a purse with me. And none of the other girls would. And then we'd get to the bar. They go, can you hold my phone? Can you put my stuff in your bag? And I'd be the one walking around with phones, wallets, everything. (laughs) Same energy. But yeah, (laughs) fuck that. No, take your own photo. If you want the photos, you take your own photos. To be fair, I probably did that to you many times because I was always the person that drove to these events. So I was Well, yeah, fair enough. I wouldn't have felt bad asking someone to hold the car keys. No, there was definitely a couple girls in that group. It, it was always them. The same girls that stole clothes from us and never paid for anything. Shot, <laughs> shots fired. Yeah. Shots fired. You know who you are. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, no, of course they don't. Okay, so, you know, I think photos, for me, that was a big thing. And now I take, like you said, I take all the photos. I have them. Some of them I'm like, yeah, I don't like these. But one day I know I'll look back and be like, I'm really glad that I took all these photos during my travels. And if you guys are insecure about the way you look or you don't like how you are in photos, like Steph said, take the photo because you can't delete a photo that you never took. Mm-hmm. Now, going back to the activities, though. Okay. So 
would you say now that you're older, you're saying that you're more insecure now as you're older to be doing these activities than you were when you were younger or you've always been like that? Um, I think when there were other people booking it and they were like, hey, come do this with us. I really thought less about it. Whereas yeah. now that I travel solo a lot more, I think I'm not I'm not one of the 20 year olds anymore. Like, I'm just not. So I worry yeah. like, oh, I bet all the 20 year olds can do this. No problem. So I think it so actually it, is getting a little bit worse. So it's in. So you're saying because and I can totally get this. It's it's an age thing where like you're getting more insecure about your age. And would you because you're talking about hostels. Would you feel insecure being a 39-year-old staying in a hostel now? So, I, it's funny. I was thinking about this recently. I don't think so. I think mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a go. I was actually thinking on this last trip. I'm like, I should book a hostel trip soon and just see how it goes. Because mm. I think it'll actually bring out the young... Like, I feel like sometimes we start to act a lot older than we are. Yeah. Like, we just... Oh, I'm 38. My knees are cracking. Like, all those yeah. jokes that everyone makes and everything where it's like... Where I, like, I feel like staying in a hostel bit might make me feel a bit younger again, too. Yeah. I feel like it would be... Because you're right. Like, I know people our age that can either be really old 39-year-olds or really young 39-year-olds. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think, I don't know. I've thought about the hostel thing because I remember staying in a hostel like 10 years ago. I feel like that's the last time I stayed in like a shared dorm hostel. And I was 28 and the people in my room were like 20. Like they were like traveling, like just on their like gap years or whatever. And I remember meeting them and I felt so old at 28. But they just like hung out with like I went up to the bars with them and stuff and they, I don't think thought twice about me being 28 and it's so interesting that at 28 I thought I was old now I'm 38 and I'm like wow 28's young and I think it's kind of the same thing as like the whole picture thing where it's like you're gonna think you look bad now but then in 20 years you'll go eh, I actually looked okay and the same thing you're gonna think you you're old at 38 or you're too old to do something at whatever age you are And then 10 years will go by and you go, actually, I wasn't old. And I think that's the mentality that is so healthy to have as you age in general, but especially as you travel, because all these activities or things that you think you wouldn't do because you're quote unquote too old, it doesn't actually physically, it shouldn't physically stop you from doing them. And then, you know, when you're 70, you'll go, oh my God, I was so young at 38. Why didn't I? Why didn't Uh I go surfing? I know you know I it's like I need I need like a two-step reassurance process I need the friend to tell me I can do it or someone who's done it tell me I can do it and then I need the company's reassurance that I book it with that I can do it it's bizarre yeah but someone yeah I've told recently someone was like there's so many like surfing for beginners courses out there or not even course like one day you can just go and you, you rent you a board p- for a couple hours, like yeah. even two hours is so long, like an hour of surfing. If you've never done it before, you're done after an hour. Yeah. Like you're like, and get I, me out of here. <laughs> and I just envision it in my head. I'm trying to compare it. Like I used to go, I'm using the term loosely, but like skiing or snowboarding and all my friends were really good at it. And I would go to the bunny slopes and just be like, so happy on the bunny slope. Yeah. I always got frustrated and fed up if ever they tried to make me go up to the Baker Slopes with them. 
Yeah. But I was ha- and baby surfing's just the same. Like if I'm puttering around and there's barely a little weight, I'm fine. Surfing compared to skiing or snowboarding is way less dangerous. <laughs> like <laughs> skiing and snowboarding is just like an ACL rip waiting to happen. Surfing, Ooh. I mean, uh, th- I Sharks. did get my well, yeah, that's a whole different, you know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like, sir, I mean, it's so funny because now I would never go skiing or snowboarding now, but that is, that doesn't have anything to do with my age. That is because I've had knee surgery already for, and that is an activity that would just absolutely demolish my knee again. So like, there's certain things I do agree as you get older, where it does come down to like your body, (laughs) like just... It does, yeah. Your body does have wear and tear as you get older. And there's there are certain things that I'm like, you know what? I'm going to stay away from that. Equally, something like skiing and snowboarding, I've never really had much interest in doing anyways. But yeah, surfing, I don't I don't know what like major injuries you would get from surfing. Besides, you know, I got a goose egg because the surfboard hit me in the head. But there what? was, um, I remember we're talking about like, you know, sort of water sports or water activities. I remember being in Thailand years ago and they had um one of those like water obstacle course like so places i know yeah. and i saw it and i said to my boyfriend at the time i was like let's go do that that looks like so much fun and it didn't even like cross my mind because i was not physically fit i mean i i wouldn't even say i'm like physically fit now i definitely look after myself more now than i did when i was in my 20s but the idea of like doing this like water park obstacle course, I thought for sure I was like, "Oh, I'm going to be amazing at this. I'm going to be so good." And it's like I, I don't know how to describe it, but I'm sure you guys have all seen this. Like you've got to like swing on things and bounce off things and try not to fall in the water. Anyways, so I thought I was going to kill it. And the first thing you have to do is swing on like a zipline rope <laughs> where it takes you into the water, and then you wait for it to get to the end, and then you let go. Yeah. And so I. I was like, yeah, I mean, like, this will be easy. And I got on and I like totally forgot how weak my arms are. Like I and I'm not like a really light person either. And I went on this thing. And as soon as like my feet (laughs) came off the ground, my arms like could not hold on. And I ended up letting go immediately, like belly flopping into the water. Yeah, I was I was getting yelled at by one of the people that worked there because he was like, you're supposed to hold on all the way. And I was like. I, I fucking couldn't. <laughs> and there's all these people staring at me above. And then you were and then I was somehow supposed to like make it back up onto a platform using like one of the ladders while I'm in the water. And I couldn't pull myself up yeah. on the ladder. And then the whole obstacle course, unless you can like pull yourself up on that ladder, you can't do it. So I ended up just like swimming to the side and like getting out. And I remember in that moment I felt so like I was really embarrassed because I thought all these people just saw me like fall into the water. I couldn't do anything. And then again, thinking back. Yeah. They don't give a shit. They're just waiting for their turn on like the zipline swing (laughs) thing. But it's funny, though, that again, like back then it didn't didn't even cross my mind. I was like, I'm going to be fucking amazing at this obstacle course. Whereas now I'm like, okay, you know what? Maybe I won't do a water (laughs) obstacle course, but I tried it. At least I tried it, right? <laughs> you just remind me of this time I was up at my girlfriend's cottage for a weekend and across on the other side of the bay there was one of their neighbors had had built this like really 
tall thing. It had a zip, a swing, same thing that went out into the water and you jumped out. Or mm. you could climb like 40, 50 feet and do a diving board. And it was the sketchiest diving board. Like the thing was shaking as you were climbing it, the whole structure. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I'm definitely not doing the diving board, but I'll go do the swing. And yeah. my friends and their parents and everyone were on the dock on the other side. So they were all watching. So I went over there, exact same experience you had. It didn't even cross my mind that this is something I couldn't do. Yeah. Because you see them do it in movies all the time. It looks so easy. You just swing and let go. And I, so same thing. As soon as my feet took off the ground, and this was over a cliff, I couldn't hold my body weight with my arms. <laughs> and I just dropped. And thankfully, it was fine. Like, I did just drop into the water. But yeah. everyone on the other side of the bay, like, I must have just been inches from the cliff wall. Yeah. And they all thought I, like, scraped myself down the cliff wall. <sighs> and they, were scr- they like, screamed. And I came up out of the water laughing. I was like, well, that didn't go as planned. <laughs> and they were all so relieved I was okay because they were just. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Genuinely concerned that I'd injured myself. But oh it's my like, god! Yeah, it, it and this was the same thing. Probably ten years ago, didn't even cross my mind this was something I couldn't do. I need that energy back in my life. I was gonna say, I feel like you need that when it comes to whatever, like whether it's water activities or any any sort of. I mean, is there anything that's not a water activity that you can think of that you haven't done before? Because you're like, no, I can't do it, or. Like, I feel too old or I feel like I think my body mostly, won't be able to do it. Yeah, I think it's mostly water activities. And mostly because, again, up when I'd, we'd be at the, we'd go to the lakes for the summer or whatever, we'd go tubing, which is when you're out on a boat, you got a big tube on a rope behind you and you mm-hmm. sit on top and eventually you're going to go flying because the wakes are just bouncing you so much. Yeah. I love tubing more than anything. I cannot, for the life of me, get back on the tube. Like, when I go flying off, I can't just grab the handles and hoist myself back on. I, like, pull the tube up to the boat and then, like, get on the boat and get back on the tube. 
But it is hard to pull yourself out of water. Anyone finds it difficult. The amount of times I've gone like snorkeling in different places and getting back into the boat on that little ladder (laughs) is a struggle. And I've seen everybody, like every group I've ever been in, it doesn't matter like how big, small, like short, tall, fat, skinny, like no, it's so hard for everyone to get back on that ladder. And like to the point people are like pulling them up and you know, yeah. it, it's those moments that I could totally understand where people would be like, I don't want to go snorkeling. We're, we're, I'm using snorkeling as the example. Or th- we'll say tubing because I'm insecure about getting back up on the boat. Yeah. And it's like, you're going to miss out on a whole experience because you're worried people are going to look at you and be like, oh, she can't get up on the ladder. It's like, you think <laughs> anyone could get up on that ladder on that tube without help? Like, and this is where you got to just let that shit go and yeah. not worry about the little, you know, details of, Like, what, you think you won't get back up? They're going to leave you in the water forever? (laughs) That's what I was just going to say. Like, you're not just going to flail in the water until you drown. Like, you're going to get out. (laughs) Yeah, totally. This is good. See, this is the pep talk I needed. Like, we spun it at the beginning like we were doing this episode for people listening. I'm doing this episode for me because I need this pep talk in my life. (laughs) This is therapy for Steph today. Um, But I also think, I, I think it goes with everything in life. Once you start doing all these things, whether you have a good or bad experience, you're going to care less, right? And then the next time an opportunity comes up, like you'll jump on it. You know, it's like almost like exposure therapy. Yeah. You're doing the things that maybe, and and yeah, well, I guess you would hope you do have a good experience from it. But (laughs) equally, you try something, you have a bad experience, but at least you tried it. Yeah. And that's the thing it's about, you know, especially when we travel, like that's the whole idea is, Trying new things, experiencing new things. If you're going to try surfing for the first time, you might as well do it while you're in a place where surfing is the thing. The thing. Or kayaking and buyer. That's why I said to you, like, go kayaking. Kayaking's low impact. <laughs> like, <laughs> Can I tell you, though? Kayaking's <laughs> low impact. So I grew up, obviously, kayaked, canoed a lot growing up as a kid. And maybe not a lot. Maybe I just oversold that. But enough. Yeah. My experience doing that was on the Great Lakes in Canada, where it is calm. And we went out to the beach. We had our kayaks. They gave us the intro. And I look at the water and my dumbass, because there's all these massive, like, crashing waves coming in. So I was like, what? Like, how do we get into the kayak? Like, do we go on a boat out there and get into the kayaks out there? <laughs> like, it didn't cross my mind that we get in the kayak and we go smashing through all these waves. Yeah. It's like whitewater Did- rafting. <laughs> yeah. And I, right away, I was like, I'm so glad I'm already committed to this because otherwise, like, if I had gone down and watched it, I think I actually also would have chickened out in advance. But I just booked <laughs> it with it before I even went to the beach. <laughs> the one saving grace was that they, since I was the only solo traveler there that day, they actually partnered me with one of the guides, which was a fantastic because that gave me so much more confidence crashing into the waves. Yeah. Because I, we also, since he was the guide, he had to wait until everyone else had got, gotten in the water and gotten through the waves and helped them. So I saw so many people fall out of the kayak going out, which I think made me feel better, too, because I was like, you know what? If I fall out, I've just watched like seven other people not be able <laughs> I mean, to do it. Nobody there was going to be a professional kayaker. <laughs> like... <laughs> True. And then so by the time we came, we just smashed through it, which is great. And then out on the water it was actually pretty good, too, because he was like, because I'm there. I was like, I got to care. I got to 
you know, carry my weight on this trip and I'm paddling and giving her. And he's like, if you want to relax, you can just relax because if you weren't here, I'd be out here in this kayak by myself anyways, doing all the work. (laughs) So you made him do all the work? No, but I did. Then I didn't feel bad. I took a couple photos where I would not have been able to take photos if I was paddling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And did then, you like the photos? Uh, most of them. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to keep them. I posted them. You're a gonna... bunch of them. I posted a bunch of them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They were pretty good. But yeah, it was fun. And I, I'm, I'm so glad that you even said me, said to me to do that because I just, I don't know. I need that push sometimes. We got to remind each other that we are still... I, w- I was going to say young, not even young. We are still capable of yeah. doing these things at our at our age, at our, you know, I was going to say like body, like I don't want to say weight, but like size? just how size or how we are in our skin today. Yeah. Um, speaking of body, like being insecure would, with bo- bodies as women, I think. Would you say there's ever anything... Any time where you've been like body insecure, where you haven't gone to places or done certain things? Uh, you know what's so weird? I don't think so. And only because I have this core memory in high school of this girl. You know, there, everyone had that girl in high school who was a knockout. She was beautiful. She was so mm-hmm. nice. You wanted to hate her. That was me in high school. I was yeah. the girl. Absolutely. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It was not me. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like that girl that's beautiful and she's so sweet. You can't even hate her. And so anyways, I was talking to that girl in high school one day and she asked me, I don't remember how it came up, but she asked me how her butt looked. And I'm like, oh, your butt looks fine. And she's yeah. like, oh, okay. And she mentioned she was wearing two pair of pants. And I was like, what? Like jeans on top of jeans. Oh, God. And I was like, why? Why are you doing that? And she was so insecure about the fact that she had like a really small butt. Yeah. That she every single day to school she wore pants on top of pants on top of pants to try to make it look like she had a butt. And I remember at the time thinking, my God, if you're insecure, we are all insecure. Yeah. And that did give me actually for the rest of my life this like sense of like, fuck it. Like literally everyone around us is insecure about themselves. About Totally. Something. So I think think because of that actually i've never like i've got thick thighs i've got cellulite but i've never had that like i'm not gonna wear a bathing suit or i don't want people to see me never yeah i think it's funny because i've had i'm total opposite of that and i think growing up um i got bullied quite a lot when i was younger not when i was in high school but elementary school for my size because i was I'll just say it. I was one of the fat kids at school. <laughs> but then I equally grew until I, you know, who knew I was going to be six feet tall. I'm a bit, I'm a bigger person. Um, and now in my thirties, I would say, obviously I'm much more secure with my body. Now I'd be lying as a woman. If I said, you know, I'm totally completely secure with the way I look. Um, especially like in a bathing suit. But as I get older, the less and less I care for sure. And I know one of the things I did recently, like a couple years ago when I traveled to Spain with a friend of mine, something I would have never done when I was younger. And I feel like this really helped with my body insecurities. I was on a beach in Spain with my friend Amy and I went topless for the first time. 
And that is, I was like, so my friend Amy does it all the time. And she was like, fuck it. Just, it's Spain. Look around you. And I looked around. All the women, every woman was topless. And again, did not matter what their body looked like. There was like some women that were conventionally beautiful. Some women were very old. You know, their boobs had seen a day or two. Um, (laughs) There was women that were very pale. There was women that were very tanned. And I was like, fuck it. You know what? I'm like, I feel like this would be a good thing. It's going to make me feel like liberated. Mm -hmm. And so sure enough, I went topless on the beach and I swear to God, after that moment, after I did that, my insecurities about how I even looked in a bathing suit moving forward after that, whether I was on a beach, whether I was at a pool, whether I was in front of friends or like people I didn't know, really diminished. I wouldn't say diminished completely, but it just like, I don't know. It was like such a liberating experience to do. And it really helped with my overall body insecurities. And what I'm saying to those listening is, and I'm not saying go topless. Like You don't have to go topless at a beach. But I'm saying like sometimes when you do things that you never thought you'd be able to do, it can actually help you get over some of these insecurities. Maybe yeah. not completely, but help you get over, you know, whereas next time, like, I don't know, would I go topless again on a beach? Maybe. But from that experience, I don't really that feel that insecure in like even a bikini. Like I never would have worn a bikini like anywhere up until a few years ago and then by going topless i'm like yeah fuck it i'll wear whatever bathing suit or bikini in front of people i think equally when you know we are traveling there's the idea of i don't know any of these people and i'm probably never going to see them again yeah so so fuck it why do we care (laughs) yeah like would i go topless on a beach in london i know we don't have beaches here but where i'm bound to run into someone i know probably not but on a little beach in Spain with all these other topless ladies, why not? I don't know them. I'll never see them again. So just a nice little positive anecdote. Especially the topless ladies. They're probably looking at us being like, I wish I had the guts to do that at that age. Like what we were talking about earlier. Yeah, Yeah. maybe. Yeah. This, this reminds me as well of not only just like body insecurities when we travel, but doing things not based on physical capability, but like going places where we don't think we would fit in. Is that something where like, yeah. And I think in the past, I definitely have missed out on opportunities because I feel like, I don't know, the type of person I am or the things that I'm into, I wouldn't fit in to. I'll give you an, okay. So I'll give you an example. Cause I don't know if I explained that very well, but so years ago I was in Miami Uh, It was a work trip and we had all been out. It was like our whole company. We'd been out, I don't know, for dinner or whatever. And everyone wanted to go to like one of the big clubs in Miami. And for those that have like that know Miami and that, you know, the club scene is like what Miami is all about. It is a scene. Yeah, it is a scene. Um, But equally, the women there, I mean, you walk around Miami like the women are it's crazy. I mean, they do look so plastic, but they have like these perfect bodies. Like they wear like skimpy little dresses, high heels, their makeup's done. Like if they are just, it's like a cartoon almost like yeah. looking at them, you but like they look to the nines, to the nines. And these clubs are like popping. And I'm not a club person. You know, I've never really been a big club person. I definitely don't dress 
like I'm going to the clubs. Um, and I don't, I don't have that look. So everyone wanted to go to this club though in Miami. And I immediately, immediately thought like, no, 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 no. I'm going to go back to my hotel because I'm like, I'm not going to fit in there. And that's the first thing that went through my mind. Not like, oh my God, how much fun would that be to go to a club in Miami? I thought, no, I'm, I'm not wearing heels. I'm not, I wasn't even wearing a dress. I was like in jeans. I looked, I felt like in that moment, I'm like, I'm going to look so frumpy. I feel like everyone's going to be staring at me in this club. Um, but you know, easily swayed by colleagues. They're like, no, 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 come on, let's go. It'll be fun. If you don't like it, you know, you can leave. And so like our, the CEO of our company, he like dropped an, a ridiculous amount of money to get us into one of the biggest top clubs in Miami. And guaranteed if I'd walked up to the door by myself, of course they wouldn't let me in. But because our CEO was like, <laughs> here's like, he gave them like 10 grand. It was something stupid. Oh um, anyway. Yeah. And so we go into this club and I was just, even though I'm not a club person, I was like, wow, this is actually amazing. It's just like an experience in itself to go to a club in Miami. And we were in this club until like five o'clock in the morning. I was dancing up on the bar, like having the best time. You know, we were getting like shots poured in our mouth. Did anyone <laughs> give a shit about what I looked like? No, like nobody was staring at me or anyone else in any sort of negative way. Everyone was having a great time. And I kept thinking after I got home that morning, I was like, what a fun night that was. And I almost missed out on this opportunity to experience this like this ridiculous club life in Miami because I thought I wouldn't fit in. I don't look the part to get in. I'm not going to go and I'm not going to have fun. Mm, um, I'm so glad you did go. Yeah. And I think there's been times... Yeah, when I've been traveling where, you know, same, I've met people and they're going somewhere and I think, oh, I'm not going to go because I'm not going to like it or I won't fit in. Sometimes guys just go, just do the thing. Because again, like you said, if I got to that club and I thought people are staring at me, they are being horrible or I feel like I don't fit in. I could have left. I could have been like, yeah, I'm good. I'm going to go now. Yeah. And I think that's a big thing I've had a reminder these past few weeks for me too, is like saying yes to new experiences. Yeah. Because so often, you're right, you say no to things because you worry about this or you worry about that. Yeah. And then you have the time of your life. And there's been a couple things I've tried where I'm like, eh, not for me. But do I regret going and finding out it wasn't for me? No, never. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing you can do for whatever is your insecurity or insecurities. I'm sure we all have lots of them. But sometimes, I, you know, I have, I really do think exposing yourself to it more and of course there's going to be things you definitely are not going to feel comfortable doing there's I think a definitely a, a fine line between feeling you know unsafe or really uncomfortable to just kind of having second guesses about something like I think you just try try new things that's what traveling well, I mean, we're is not all saying about go to a sex club like no unless you want to <laughs> I mean if you want to do it I had a girlfriend who did it who was a bit of a bigger girl, but one of the best people in the world. And she did it. And she's like, I've never felt more comfortable in my skin than when I was yeah. naked. And I was like, good on you. Yeah. It's like when I was topless on that beach. Exactly. Let it all hang out. <laughs> Isn't it weird how our insecurities are actually what can make us the most empowered, though? Oh, I like that. That's bizarre, isn't it? I guess it's just that liberating feeling of when you do realize like, oh, 
all these thoughts in my head. People don't care. People no. are too busy worrying about their own insecurities. <laughs> and exactly. That's another thing. And usually the thing that you're doing that, or whatever you're insecure about, once you get over it, you realize it's not actually that bad, you know? I was looking at a photo. It was me in a group photo recently. And this girl who was so worried about her weight, like I looked at her in the photo, did not have a single thought about her weight. My first thought was like, damn, I'd kill to have her legs. Yeah. And this <laughs> like this is what we my do. My legs are my insecurity. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I would kill to have her legs. Didn't even see like I was comparing ours side by side. <laughs> yeah. This is and yeah. this is what we do. We all compare. What do they say? What's the saying? Comparison is the thief of joy, though. Like we shouldn't do it, but let's be honest, we're all human. It's what we do. And I think if we can remember anything, it's that everybody has insecurities. And by remembering that everybody has insecurities, it, I think it does help you kind of get over yours a little bit more and lets you say yes to more of these things. Yeah. And I think that's the best thing you can do when you're traveling. Again, it's, you know, that's the whole idea. That's why you're doing, that's why you are traveling to experience new things, to have memories. And you don't want to let, you don't want to ruin those moments because of, you know, you don't like the way you look or you think you can't do something or you think you won't fit in somewhere. Me and you, a couple years ago when we were going to do the dog sledding, do you yeah. remember I, w- I messaged you? I'm like, oh, my God, there's a weight limit, you know, and with the guide, you have to be under this weight. And I'm like, we both need to lose 20 pounds before we do this. Oh, my Da-da-da. God. Anyways, as it always goes, neither of us lost 20 pounds. <laughs> and so we had to go the option with no guide on your sled, which was the way fucking better option, which yeah. we didn't even know. That's true. Once we were there. We would not have even wanted a guide. That would have been so annoying. We would have had frostbite and been miserable. Yeah. It was so Steph. Yeah. Basically, you have the option of two of you in the sled and the driver. And then obviously the dogs, because it's ethical the way they run these things. They there is a weight limit. These poor dogs can't carry, you know, X amount of weight. And yeah, Steph and I combined. We're like, well, if we want a driver, we better lose 20 pounds, which is also (laughs) very unhealthy. I think an unhealthy mindset to do before traveling anywhere like the whole losing weight thing which again we've all done it but I try I try to steer clear of that now thinking like oh if I lose 10 pounds I'll look so amazing in my bathing suit um yeah that's a whole other whole other topic of conversation but anyways um this was more practical why we needed to lose weight <laughs> it was yeah. and then we yeah like to so, kill the dogs <laughs> we didn't want to kill the dogs and we were too scared to drive a sled on our own and sure enough when we got there and then the funny part was it's like we were talking about it leading up to it we're like do you think they're gonna like weigh us when we get there of course they didn't put us on a fucking scale they just asked <laughs> us what do you weigh and you know i think they can obviously look at someone in ballpark like you know if i went up and said well i'm 120 pounds they'd obviously question that like <laughs> they know i'm not 120 pounds um but yeah anyway so and yeah we had the best time because we looked at everyone else that had the drivers and we were having way more fun on our sled. Oh, absolutely. Um, and speaking of the weighing, so I did do a flight over the Grand Canyon where there were weight limits. Not weight mm. limits, but, well, there was a weight limit. But it was also weight distribution because the plane was so small. Oh, yeah. But what they did, which I was like, that is so interesting, is when you walked up to check in at the front desk, you were actually standing on a scale. So the numbers showed beh- to them behind oh. the desk. 
so they could see it, so they could allocate the weight on the plane appropriately. Oh, interesting. But no one, they didn't have to ask you out loud what your weight is. They didn't have to think if you're lying, yeah. I want to weigh them. Like, they just discreetly oh, got the data. Yeah. I thought that was kind of smart. I was like, you know what? I get the I get the weight thing. Like, you have to, there's definitely safety instances where, like, that's literally why Aaliyah's plane crashed. Yeah, yeah. It was because of the weight imbalance in the plane. So I get it. But yeah, it was done very discreetly. They didn't even bring it up. Yeah, so. and it's a safety thing. I mean, I think weight as well. Like, we've grown up feeling like we have to be ashamed of how much we weigh. And and again, we it's ingrained It's ingrained in us, but we shouldn't. We should, be, you know, at the same time, at one of those things, you should be able to be like, this is what I weigh. <laughs> and yeah. again, easier said than done. And I get, you know, for people that, you know, have issues with their body. And as somebody that grew up having those insecurities, I totally get it. And I still have them, but they're not, they're just not as bad because I feel like I've put myself out there more and you gain confidence as you experience more of these amazing things when you travel. And if you're at one point, last point I wanted to make, which we didn't really touch on, but solo traveling, um, I think there's, you know, people are just generally, they have that insecurity about doing things on their own, um, yeah. which you also shouldn't. And we've done a couple episodes now on solo travel. So if you're one of those people that is really looking to branch out and you're feeling insecure about eating alone, flying alone, just being on your own in general, go listen to one of our episodes on solo travel because we talk about all of that and how to get how to get over that and just go for it. And I'm telling you, once you do your first solo trip, you will be hooked. Excellent. Excellent note to end it on. Let us know how you guys have gotten over any of your insecurities through travel. What did they used to be? Do you have any now? And how do you continue living your best life while traveling with, with insecurities? Beautiful. Cool. Well, thanks for listening. See you next time. All the Shit I've Learned Abroad is a travel podcast focused on anything and everything related to travel. You can listen to us on multiple platforms from iTunes to Google Play Music and more. And with that, please, if you have a chance, give us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever platform you listen on. That drives us up the charts and really, really helps us out. Want to support us on Patreon? Find us over at Shit I've Learned Abroad Pod. Donations start as low as just $1. Also, if you could follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Shit Abroad Pod and Facebook by searching all the shit I've learned abroad. Thanks so much for listening.